0: Grace to you and mercy and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. The word of God that we consider together today is when the Bible tells us about King devotion, especially in chapter 20, but I'm also going to share with you a few things about him from the preceding chapters. Keep your eyes on the goal. Keep your eyes on the ball. Keep your eyes on the road. Often it's not only just good advice, it's vitally important to be looking in the right direction. In today's Bible reading, we hear King Jehoshaphat say, Lord, our eyes are on you. He looked to the Lord in faith. And he taught the people of his nation to do the same. And by recording these events in the Bible, God teaches us also to keep our eyes on him. Jehoshaphat ruled the nation of Judah from about 875 to about 850 years before the birth of Jesus. And he was generally a good and God-fearing king. Most of the time, he kept his eyes on the Lord, listening to God's word and seeking to follow his will. And when he did that, he and the people were greatly blessed. There were also some times that Jehoshaphat took his eyes off the Lord and brought trouble for himself and the people. With his eyes on the Lord, he could see clearly that false gods were a great threat to his people. So early in his reign, he sent some of his government officials together with priests from the temple throughout the land. They went from one city and town to the next with a copy of God's word to teach the people. As far as we know, no other king of Judah ever made such an intense effort to make sure the people could learn God's word. Today, we don't expect that government is going to teach religion for us. But this does show us that it's important for us to work together to teach and to learn God's word. That is why, as an extended Christian family, we gather for worship and to study God's Word together. We don't have to hope that we can figure everything out all on our own. We have brothers and sisters in Christ in our own congregation and in our synod, our national church body, to encourage us to grow in God's Word and to remain faithful to our Savior. Well, after that good start... King Jehoshaphat took his eyes off the Lord for a time. He made a treaty with Ahab, king of the neighboring nation of Israel. Ahab was one of the most wicked of the kings of Israel. He and his wife Jezebel would arrest and put to death prophets of the Lord whenever they could find them. And they promoted the worship of the false god, Baal. And we might wonder, why would Jehoshaphat want to work more closely with someone like that? It seems that he wanted a little more than what God was giving him. A little more military power with Ahab's army assisting his. Maybe opportunities to trade with that nation so they could make more money. When he took his eyes off the Lord, he failed to see the dangers that lay ahead. Thankfully, God did not take his eyes off Jehoshaphat. After a close call on the battlefield where King Ahab died, Jehoshaphat escaped with his life. Then God sent a prophet to him who warned him. Should you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord? Jehoshaphat listened and in repentance turned back to the Lord. Has there been a time in your life when you took your eyes off the Lord to seek something that looked good at the time? Satan is skilled in blinding us to spiritual dangers at times like that, just as he did for Jehoshaphat. But thankfully, God did not take his eyes off us. And through the words of a Christian parent or friend or pastor, he called us back to his side in repentance. He restored us in forgiveness. He reopened our eyes of faith and taught us once again to look to him and his will. But with his eyes back on the Lord, King Jehoshaphat traveled throughout the land, encouraging the people to turn back to the Lord. And as he did that, he noticed something they needed. They needed judges and officials who were honest and fair, So, Jehoshaphat appointed new judges, and he told them, consider carefully what you do, because you are not judging for mere mortals, but for the Lord who is with you whenever you give a verdict. Judges who would remember they weren't just working for people, but for the Lord. Shouldn't we? Pray for judges like that in our own land too. Pray for judges who seek not the agenda of one political party or the other, but who listen to the voice of conscience, the voice of God that tells us that he has created us and that we are responsible to him to protect others and to treat them fairly. And with our eyes on the Lord, we will strive to be fair and forgiving and helpful with any judgments that we make about the actions of others. And one day, Jehoshaphat received shocking news. A huge army of hostile nations had crossed the border into his land undetected. He was caught off guard. What did he do? He quickly summoned the people to gather in Jerusalem to seek help from the Lord. From right in front of the temple, he led the people in prayer. Lord, God of our ancestors, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over the kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand and no one can withstand you. He remembered who God is and the power that he has, and that God had invited them in undeserved love to come to him in prayer always. And then he admitted their great need. He said, we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes Are on you. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. He knew that God alone controls the future. And so, with his eyes on the Lord, he prayed for God's will to be done. God quickly answered Jehoshaphat's prayer through the prophet Jehaziel. He said, This is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Aren't those good words for us to remember too? The battle is not yours, but God's. You will not have to fight this battle. Stand firm and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. So Jehoshaphat assembled his army to take their stand. And did you notice who he placed on the front lines? His best soldiers with the most advanced weapons to intimidate the enemy? Not at all. It was an unarmed choir of singers who led the way, proclaiming, give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever with all eyes on the Lord, they awaited the enemy's attack, confident of victory. And they were actually praising and thanking God for the victory, even before the battle began. Suddenly, the enemy soldiers panicked and they turned on each other. And by the time Jehoshaphat's army drew near, all they saw were soldiers lying lifeless on the battlefield. The only thing for them to do was to collect the plunder. And then did you notice what they did? They kept their eyes on the Lord. They returned to Jerusalem and went right to the temple and praised God for the victory that he had won for them. Do you sometimes face challenges that make you say, Lord, I don't know what to do. You wish you had more strength or more ability or more certainty to face the challenge. What should we do at times like that? The same thing that we should do at all times, keep our eyes on the Lord God uses those times to lead us to the strength that we need not our own but the strength of our God who created us and desires to bless us eternally how can we know that because the battle is not ours but God's and he has won Our Savior became truly human to face the temptations of Satan. And he won that battle every time. Remember that. When the devil tempts you to give up or when he tells you that you don't always need to keep your eyes on the Lord. Our God has won the battle to pay for sin and to give us the righteousness that we need. As our Savior suffered and died upon the cross, he paid the full price for our sin's wages. Stand with him now in faith. His holiness covers you. And the victory over sin and guilt is yours. Your God declares you not guilty. He sees you holy and blameless in his sight. So keep your eyes on the Lord. He has won the victory over death. By rising from death and living forever, he gives you life that will never end. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Remember that. When the time comes for you to take your final breath, keep your eyes on the Lord. The battle is not yours but God's, and he has won. Stand with him in faith, and with eyes on the Lord see the deliverance that he will give you. So how exactly do we keep our eyes on the Lord? We see him in his holy word. There he assures us of his mercy. In his word, he forgives our sins. There, he promises that nothing in creation can separate us from his love. The devil is always tempting us to look away from the Lord, to look in other directions to find peace and joy and security. Has it been a while since your eyes looked at open pages of Scripture Today is always the day for us to keep our eyes on the Lord. This is why God, who knows what we need, calls us to read his word often and to gather in his house each week to keep our eyes on him, on his love that leads us to live for him, on his truth that equips us And strengthens us to serve in righteousness. In this way, he equips us for the struggles that Satan always brings our way every day. Remember, the battle is not yours, but God's. And he has won. Let that give you confidence to station right on the front lines of any challenge you face. These words give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. What are some challenges that can make you feel like Jehoshaphat when he saw that vast army? Is it news from the doctor or concerns for a loved one? Is it uncertainties of what the future may hold or sadness over a loved one's death? Is it strength that you need to overcome a stubborn sin or courage to live boldly to God's glory? Where will you find assurance and strength? Along with Jehoshaphat, You know where to look. Continue to pray. Lord, our eyes are on you. Amen.